Yo, what up? Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. And as always, thank you for your continued support of the show. This is Seth Manter, and you are listening to Sober Guy Radio. So on today's episode, I got the homie Shane on the other side of the mic. What up, Shane? Yo, what's up? What's up? Coming to you from San Jose, California, uh, in another hotel room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Got, got to love the road traveling. Right? So today we're going we're gonna to get into a little uh, self-guilt, shame, some self-love, do a little chaotic rambling, talk about how to, how to manage stress and uh, stay in the moment for sure. I've been struggling with that for a little bit. But before I get into that, check us out on www.thatsoberguy.com. There's a bunch of resources there. You can check out all our past episodes. You could also get information on upcoming live shows and events. And if you feel so inclined, you could hit me up on the Instagram. Definitely new to the Instagram, so hit me up on that shit. Look at uh, that. So stoked yeah. to see you on Instagram, too. Yeah. I, pop, I pop my feet open, and it's like Sober Guy Seth. I'm like, hell yeah. Yep. Yeah. so that's Whoa. it. Hit me up on Instagram at Sober Guy Seth. Also, you could email me at Seth at that sober guy.com. Uh, super pumped to announce that on Friday, September 7th at 7 p.m., we'll be hosting our very first live podcast event at the Phoenix Theater in Petaluma, California. Uh, super honored to be joined by special guest TJ Woodward. TJ is the author of best-selling book, Conscious Being. He is also the author and creator of Conscious Recovery. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit of shit, talking some recovery some mindfulness. Uh, it's definitely going to be a good time. This shit will sell out for sure. So you can go to www.thephoenixtheater for tickets. Uh, there's also a link on thatsoberguy.com. Just click on there and get your tickets. Oh, yeah. Get you some tickets. Son. What are they? Ten? I think they're 10 bucks. And I think you're right. It's going to sell out. They're only selling like 200. I think 200 seats are available at the Phoenix. So, um, I'm pumped about it, bro. It's so crazy because it's the first one. Like, so we're just going to go out, like you said, talk some shit, have some fun. Stoked to have TJ there. Um, man, it's only, what, four weeks away, five weeks away. It's going to come quick. Yeah, and dude, and the, the other thing too, man, the, the Phoenix is a super dope spot, dude. Got to uh, drive by there the other, well, a couple weekends ago now, and it's fucking super sick. It's just uh, kick back, chill. Uh, they keep the doors open for a super good cause. So, so yeah. if anything, man, if you don't want to come out and fucking see our asses, come out and <laughs> check the theater out. It's super cool. Super cool. So today, man, I wanted to get into a little bit of guilt and shame, dude. Definitely been, been uh, dealing with that over the last weekend. Um, somehow, some way fucking was able to pull myself up out of that. Just a little quick backstory. Uh, the wife and I got into a little conversation about our future and started talking about, um, you know, where we want to be in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And the conversation, the toughest conversation that came up was we were talking about finances. I'm sure there was no disagreements there. Absolutely not, <laughs> dude. And I have never, ever, ever been able to talk about finances, dude. I've always sucked at it. I've always sucked at talking about it. And the the idea got brought up that you know we may have to look at liquidating some of our shit some of our fucking personal belongings 
And right off the bat, dude, I fucking took that shit personal. I was like, you know what? I work hard. I'll be able to, (laughs) you know, I deserve to go out and buy whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want. And then, you know, so I definitely felt a sense of attachment to the fucking materialistic stupid shit that I have in my life. And I always find, dude, like, you know, just walking around the house, dude, it's like I, I look through our house and, you know, there's rooms just full of furniture that no one sits on. And I, I always say like, <laughs> for what? So it's always funny that I have this, you know, attachment to the materialistic shit. Do you have any plastic on the couch? No, actually, you know what? We just took it off. Oh uh, man, dude. You got to keep that shit on. The plastic is crucial when trying to keep a good couch. Hell yeah, dude. My in-laws, they still have their plastic on the seats <laughs> in the dining room. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. And they use that, they use that table, right? It's not like just yeah. one to look at. It's the one they use. It's fucking comedy. I love it. Like you sit down, the seat all crinkles and shit. Hey, but it looks new. It yeah, looks new. but it looks new. You know, obviously that conversation brought up, you know, a lot of guilt in myself, you know, where it got brought up to the point to where we can't live the way that we're living anymore if we want to get where we're going to be in 5, 10, 15 years. And that's not the way that the conversation was intended to go. I took, I took that shit personal in my own head. Um, and started to feel guilty for some of the dis, uh, decisions that we had made in our in our financial situation. And as I let that guilt build up inside me, it definitely turned into shame. And I started to think because of the bad situations that I had done made me a fucking terrible person. <laughs> Dude, and it's so crazy, like over the pat, like over a course of probably a half hour to an hour, like I shut everything out, dude. That's the only thing that I could think about is selling my couch that I just told, tore the fucking plastic off or having to get rid of fucking one of the cars, you know, some stupid shit. Like that's all I could focus on, on how it was going to affect my life. And I had this thought in my head that, you know, if I was a better person, I'd be better with my finances and I wouldn't even, that wouldn't even be a question. So definitely started to isolate, pull away from the conversation, got up, walked away, went in the other room and told Mel, like, I don't even want to fucking talk about it anymore. Um, Definitely let that shit fester on me all fucking night long, dude. And I could feel like the energy sucked out of my body, dude. Ended up sleeping uh, on the couch that night. Like I didn't even want to go to bed. <laughs> on your like, new couch that you don't want to give up? <laughs> yeah. yeah Look, babe, I'm some- using it. I'm using it. We, there's no nobody, need for us to get rid of this shit. Nobody sits on this motherfucker, but I'm sleeping on it tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, dude, it was super um, – you know, and it kind of spilt into the next morning, dude. Like I still felt um, super irritated. And the crazy thing is, is that throughout the next day, like I had totally agreed with Melanie, you know what I mean? Like we had the conversation again. I was like, you know, I did some thinking. I totally agree with you. You know, it's, I, I get what you're saying. Like that would be, you know, obviously the most important thing for us to do is really determine what is important to us and how we could get there. Right. Yeah. And I agreed with her. And then no sooner than probably an hour later, it was like, I was right back into that fucking guilt and shame because I started, I started to fester on it. So I got tired of that feeling. 
right? And it, it, I, I awoke to the thought like, dude, I can't, I can't feel like this all weekend. For one, I'm going to ruin the fucking time that I have with my, my, with my wife, you know, for the next couple of hours before she goes. Um, she's in fucking Disneyland right now. That's right. (laughs) Right. So before, before she goes to Disneyland, I wanted to have, you know, a good couple hours with her. We're going to a birthday party. Wanted to be, be able to hang out, have a good time. So definitely, uh, dove back into a little bit of mindfulness and did some, did a meditation, had a super dope meditation session and did some readings, dude. And it, I became aware of where that guilt was coming from, you know, and it, I, I, I learned and I truly believe what I learned that the guilt that I was having was because I had some, some sorts of my morality had become broken and I was fucking angry at myself. Totally yeah. healthy, right? Because it keeps you out. It keeps you, guilt keeps you in line, keeps you in line with your morals. It's when I started to turn that shit into shame, thinking that I was a bad person because of some of the things that I had done in the past made me a fucking horrible person. Yeah. Dude, and it makes me like, even just talking about that shit right now is a huge weight being lifted off. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, I wasn't able to get over it right away. And there's still been those thoughts in the back of my head. But realizing that, you know, even even today in sobriety, like, I still have to deal with this shit. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's great, dude. I think that, dude, so number one, bro, you, you're definitely... Uh, not the only one who struggles with that financial conversation. Um, you know, with Jess and I, it's the same thing. And we actually just, we actually just talked about this the other day. Um, it's such a tough thing. So whether, you know, I'm dealing with it in my personal sense or coming together as a couple and talking about finances, it always seems to end up in some sort of like non, um, positive way a lot of the time, although it gets ironed out usually and we come to some sort of agreement, but it's a tough conversation to have. And, you know, next to that on a, on a personal front, I I feel like I can relate to you totally on like my, my financial situation used to be absolutely terrible and it's definitely came a long way. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot better than I, uh, was doing before, you know, getting evicted and getting our power shut off and not paying bills and not having money and spending it on drugs and alcohol was pretty much the kind of the circle, um, you know, just what, five, six years ago. And, you know, now it's a whole lot better than that, but it's still stressful, dude. It still stresses me out. And I make more money today than I've ever made in my life. And I'm not fucking rich by any means. I make a decent living, have a decent job, you know, I, I can take care of my family, but like, dude, there's shit that comes up. There's, um, you know, regular financial stuff that is a huge stress that does bring up those feelings of guilt. Like if I do make a mistake, I revert back to that old feeling that I used to have when I felt like a real piece of shit because I couldn't take care of business. You know what I'm saying? That, that kind of stuff starts to, starts to come up. And now that I'm kind of talking this out, I'm thinking that that's probably because I haven't fully dealt with all that stuff and let all of it go yet. So that's a good thing for me to kind of address um, right now as I'm moving into this next uh, session of step work that I'm going through right now. Yeah, for sure, dude. And I, I think it's super important too. Like, I think we will always have guilt. Like, mm-hmm. 
we won't always carry it all the time, but I think that guilt will always come back and quote unquote haunt us. Um, it's just, it's one of our, you know, survival tactics as being a human. It's a sign that we have wronged against what we believe to be morality or what we believe to be correct. And I truly believe that, you know, guilt, um, if, if used, if used in a, in a right state of mind, it could, it could be helpful. Yeah, sure. Yeah. When it hinders my growth is when I start to think that I'm a bad person because I have guilt right now or what I have guilt over makes me a fucking horrible person. Well, like you kind of were saying earlier that guilt kind of, it can be used in a positive to, to help you keep in line like morally with certain moral things, you know, and you can always, you can apologize, you can do right by it. You can try to learn from that. I think it's funny though, too, how men especially, and I'm sure women do this too, but I'm a man. So I'll speak for myself and for men too. Like we identify through how financially stable we are a lot of the time. Like I identify, like I know damn well, like when I get paid and I got a shitload of money sitting in my account, whether it's all going to go to bills or not, I feel a lot more secure and better than when I pay all the bills and then here's X amount of dollars left over and I only have this much to get through, you know, till the next time I get paid or till this check comes in or whatever. Um, it's a different feeling sometimes. And that's been a huge thing for me trying to figure out like, you know, because, well, let, let me say this first too. I went from, you know, not making hardly any money and constantly struggling to making a decent amount of money where I can pay my bills. But no matter what, I always feel like it's that old saying, the more money you make, the more money you spend, it feels like. And and maybe that's just me, you know, not being a hundred percent financially sound as I think I should be. Like, I don't know. But at the end of the day, I know that um, that's something that I still struggle with uh, is feeling that stress and trying to learn because I, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm the one that that weighs on, you know what I mean? I have a family and stuff. I got, you know, things to take care of. We got business to take care of kids to take care of a family to take care of. And, um, it's a lot, a lot of stress sometimes to have to deal with that. And I think it starts with just being able to talk about it. So, you know, that's something Jess and I have to continue to work on too. It's not a fun conversation to have. It's not my favorite. And one of the things I feel the most guilty about is when I take a dump in the morning and the bathroom stinks and then they all, the kids and Jess walk in and they go, what? Oh God, dad, what? I'm sorry. I ran out of air freshener. I just wanted to add that in there real quick. <laughs> guilt. Yeah. That shit don't bring me guilt. I'm fucking proud. When I <laughs> see the bathroom up You're like a champion throwing For your sure. hands in the air. That's sure. what I won. For sure. But. So, yeah. And then, you know, along with that guilt, dude, and something that was really crazy that came up uh, through that whole situation, through the guilt and the shame, like, I got into the mode of fucking self-hate. Like, it was, dude, we're talking probably about maybe a 16, 16-hour window, dude, maybe 12-hour window. Um, and it's crazy, dude, how quick that guilt and shame fucking ran away, dude. Like I, Hmm. I found myself kind of like in the fetal position on the floor in the fucking living room. Like I swapped back and forth, you know, from the floor, couch, (laughs) the couch, like dude. And all I could think about was, um, you know, that I was a fucking horrible person. 
uh, I'll never get out of this, dude. I'm so attached to, you know, there's no way that I could live without this materialistic stuff. <laughs> there's no way that I could live without this fucking couch or how would I deal with an empty fucking living room? You know what I mean? And it was, dude, it was so, it was so crazy. That shit is that crazy. After, you know, for me, like the only way that I'll ever get, get out of feeling that way is to get back into, um, you know, this, this program that I've developed. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Mel even told me, she was like, dude, have you gone and fucking just sat? Have you, have you done any meditation practice over the last couple of days? And it's so funny how you can tell when you, when you haven't done that shit, like that shit starts creeping up, you know? Yeah. And it's, dude, so that's, that's something that, you know, I think is super important. You know what I mean? I got, I got a little bit of time, dude. And I, I'm always haunted by this, not haunted, but reminded that is the moment that I disconnect from my program and community or just talking about the way that I feel is the exact fucking moment that I slip back into my old fucking behaviors. Right. Um, good thing. I don't know. Good thing. Bad thing is that I was able to feel, I was able to feel that shit. You know, um, that's, that's one big thing that, that sobriety has brought me is the ability to feel and not want to fucking run away from those. um, Yeah. Actually face them for sure. And face them fucking head on. Yeah. It's a, it's not a fun thing a lot of time and not, uh, it's definitely not easy either, but I think it's so important to stay, plugged in, staying locked in, um, you know, having a mentor, a sponsor, working some sort of program, all that good stuff, because it doesn't, you know, different days have different challenges and different triumphs and all that shit. Um, You know, one of the things too, man, like with, you know, real quick, back to the material stuff. It's just like, I've been thinking a lot about this, this week, especially with, um, you know, with Chris from Dopey passing away over this last week, man, that's like really hit me hard for some, you know, and I don't mean for some reason to be disrespectful to him. I just mean, I, at first I thought, man, like you're, you're kind of being a little bit dramatic about it. It's not like you knew him great. And that was like beside the point. Like I, I didn't know him great, but I knew him enough to know. Um, and it didn't even matter if I didn't know him at all. I knew that he made a huge impact and he had his own struggles and addiction. And it just goes to show kind of what you were saying that um, even when we are locked in and when we have a community and when we have, you know, uh, something that we're passionate about doing, you have to stay vigilant about that shit and be on point because you don't, you never fucking know when, when some can creep up. And that kind of led me into thinking a lot about this week. And it even goes back to some of the podcasts that I put out on Friday last week, just about the possessions and materialistic stuff. Like we, we don't come into the world with any of it and we sure as shit don't leave with any of it. So at the end of the day, does it really fucking matter? Like, I mean, when, when we really put it into perspective, um, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. And I know that's easy to say. I'm not sitting here saying that I don't want to have a decent home for my family and, you know, drive a, a decent car that's not breaking down all the time and shit because I've been there too. But at the same time, like, what is important? And, and how do you kind of deal with that stuff and, and understand it? And I think that goes back to what you were saying. It goes to sitting in prayer, to sitting in meditation, to sitting quiet and getting to know yourself and getting to know what's going on around you and, and trying to understand that all that stuff 
is just fucking stuff. It doesn't have, it, it really doesn't matter in the end. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny that you say that dude, because as long as I am connected, um, and not irritable and don't have feelings of discontent, like the materialistic shit, I could, I could care less about. Yeah. You know I mean, I could give two fucks, you know, if my program is strong, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten into fucking reading a lot. Um, if you know, some, some good stuff and meditation, uh, started doing some fucking yoga dude. And that's super helpful. Um, and then, you know, just being in the right mind state, I find when I fall out of that or when I, you know, put that shit on hold for a day or two, the first thing that comes back for me, like a sign that I need to reconnect and that I need to meditate is the materialistic shit becomes super important to me. Hmm. Like that is the, that is the first thing that I begin to worry about when I'm, when I'm practicing, when I'm meditating, I could give two fucks about the materialistic shit. For yeah. Sure. So thanks for well, saying that's, you know what I'm really materialistic about my shoes. I love some good shoes, dude. My shoes got to be clean. They got to be nice looking. I think I'm a little bit obsessive about my shoes actually. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but you could tell a lot by a person's shoes. <laughs> I'd have to agree with that, dude. I'm on the shit too. I mean, so in the summer, it's flip-flops, dude. And yeah. I can't just thongs. roll. Go get I just thongs get my thongs on. I can't just roll with the fucking black player of flip-flops, dude. Yeah. Like the other day, you know, I I was wearing something. I was like, damn, a, you know, a nice brown player pair of flip-flops would, would go with this. And I fucking obsessed about having some yep. brown – Rainbows, baby. Oh, I got the brown it. rainbows. Dude, they're the shit. I need to get some new ones, though, because mine are wore out. I got some stinky-ass feet in the summertime. But, dude, I'm with you, bro. Like, the, you know, the 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 style. Definitely, I like a little style. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think that's um, – I don't know that that's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. I, I don't want to look like, uh, like I just woke up every day and rolled out of bed, you know. But um, – I don't know. I don't know where the hell I'm going with that. Other than I got some badass checkered vans on right now. Oh yeah, they <laughs> black and whites. Black and white uh, slip-ons. You know, had to had to pick some up because I needed them. I needed them. I needed yeah, these vans exactly. in addition to my six other pairs of vans. I had to have them. I mean, that got a got to got to have them. I did see a pair of uh, nice black and white checkers, but they had fucking dinosaur toes like breaking through the checkers. Really? Yeah, they have some yeah. different. Yeah, they have some crazy ass ones at the Vans outlet too. They have like all kinds of superhero stuff going on and all kinds of nice stuff. Yeah, yeah, faux show. So, dude, another thing, man, that I want to talk about is like fucking stress management. You mm. know what I mean? How um, how stress management has been fucking super important to me um, over the last couple days, dude, or or couple weeks, couple months. Um, definitely been feeling a little bit of, uh, a stress with the fucking podcast for sure. Um, trying to, trying to be, set some boundaries with time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I come home, I get on the computer, you know, and it's, it, it seems like it's causing, um, it's, it's another thing for me to do. Right? Totally. 
Oh yeah. And, Trust me, bro. I know. And that, let, can I just interrupt you really quick? I don't want to throw you off too much, but I have yeah. to ask you this so I don't forget because I thought about this today, dude. And I'm like, does it, this is kind of just to like, just make me feel a little better. So I almost apologize in advance for even asking this, <laughs> but like, do you, do, does it make a little more sense to you now? Cause it's going to make me feel better depending on what you say here, but do you understand a little bit more now about the work that goes into like a podcast and like the, like just doing it, even just like putting the content together and all that, because I guess I'm being a little bitch right now. And sometimes I would feel like, Oh, nobody understands it. I'm so fucking exhausted and whatever, but dude, it's a lot of shit, right? No, it, it most definitely is dude. And that's like, I'll, I'll get back to that. Sure. But that's, that's where a lot of, um, especially yesterday, dude, like I was stressing the fuck out, dude. Like I was trying to put together a little monologue. I had this great, these great topics. I even, you know, was talking to myself when I was waiting in line at the car wash, uh, went to the grocery store, was kind of, you know, going through it in my head, came home, dude, sat down turned on the mic, plugged everything in, was super pumped, dude, because I, I must admit, like, this shit's hella fun. Like, oh, yeah. no, regardless, no matter what, um, it, th there is a lot of work that goes into it, for sure. Um, but it's kind of been, become a, like a new obsession to me. Yeah. But yesterday, like, the stress definitely, after I was sitting at my computer and mic for fucking, uh, after hour six, I think I told you I had like 152 recordings on the task cam that were about <laughs> 20 minutes long each, dude. And oh shit, I found that you know I was trying to be perfect, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's one that's one thing that I've learned that causes me stress is trying to be, for Perfection. lack of a better term, better than better than I am. You know what I mean? Or, or expecting more out of my, expecting perfection, yeah. expecting more out of myself, dude, and not accepting that I need to grow, like in order to get better at anything, you know what I sure. mean? Hell yeah. Um, so, you know, and trying to, trying to, to make something up kind of in my head was definitely definitely causing me a little bit of stress and this plays out like in my real life for sure dude you know what i mean is when i don't think i'm doing good enough it causes stress and fucking irritability yeah. and anxiety and all those horrible fucking feelings um plus you know, all those people at the car wash and the grocery store so who what is this weird guy doing fucking talking to himself yeah dude Scared. i definitely i definitely got a couple looks in line dude. <laughs> you know the practice a little you know gave him the little head nod and said oh what's yeah. up you know <laughs> yeah yeah i'm talking to myself for sure but what, so what was what was your first what was your initial question that i totally fucking pride derailed oh no 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 it, you're you already hit on it it was just saying about how much you know just like I don't think uh, some sometimes um, people understand like the work that goes into putting, you know, um, just even even just rec the recording the podcast. I mean, in itself, you know what I mean. Let alone the pre production, post production. I mean, all that nerdy stuff that talk about sometimes. So I was just getting a little on my high horse about yeah, you know what I mean, like that. But I want to. I'd rather hit on the fact that you said too, like how much fun it is. Like, and that's, I don't care how much work it is. I love doing it. 
uh, it seems to be that you love doing it as well. You know what I mean? And so that all that stuff in there, but yeah, how do you handle the stress of it? Having, you know, a, I always say it's like wearing a bunch of different hats. We've talked about this before. You got, you know, I have my dad hat, my husband hat, my podcast hat, um, you know, all kinds of different hats to like, you know, do. And sometimes I feel like I'm like a clown in the circus, just juggling all kinds of things and trying to handle that sometimes, um, you know, it can, it can be a little bit overwhelming, but that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, just being in, being in tune with people around you, being able to talk about it, being in some sort of uh, of program, having outlets that are healthy outlets. Like I, you know, I'm still going to the gym, thankfully for the last couple of months, man, I got my ass back there and that's been huge. Just getting back in the squat rack, um, you know, and, and, and to your point of, of perfection, right? Here's a really good example for me. Like I've been going to the gym, you know, religiously for two months now. Like I, you know, I haven't really missed that many days. We took the backpacking trip, got some great exercise there, but hand, hand in hand with that is eating habits, right? Well, my eating habits are, they're okay, but they're definitely not as, as perfect as I want them to be. And, and that is something much, you know, that I struggle with. Like, man, you know, I need to be perfect at this. I need to eat exactly like this. And if I don't, then I suck today. You know what I mean? Why even go to the gym? And thankfully I've just said, fuck it. And I still go to the gym, no matter if I ate two in and out burgers the night before or not, you know what I mean? Cause I'll crush some double doubles, no doubt. But like, I'm just, I, I guess what it all comes down to is I have to have grace on myself and I have to just do the best I can and, and just try to do the next right thing. And if I don't do it perfect, I got to just say, well, didn't do it perfect. Try a little bit harder next time. And just kind of let it go, dude, because otherwise I'll beat myself into the ground. Yeah, definitely, dude. That's what, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely uh, what I was leading to, man, is that, you know, having some grace, dude, and understanding like we're just doing the best that we could do. Yeah. Um, I can't do better than my best, right? And also knowing that, perf- you know, not perfection, but being good at something will come with time. You know yeah. what I mean? I Going back to um, you know, recovering shit. Like I sucked at this shit for the first couple months, um, that I, that I got into recovery and I suck at it when I don't stay connected. But as long as I'm doing my best and doing the next right thing, dude, like it's, it's pretty fucking easy Yeah. now with some time, with some teachings under my belt, some community. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely, become a lot easier and I think that's one thing that you know I expected like but it's only easier when you're doing the work though right that's kind of what you're saying like you're doing the work and then it's like man okay now I can see you know some I don't know it just makes it it makes it more real I guess yeah no absolutely dude the ease doesn't just come it's not ease isn't a fucking natural instinct dude there's definitely Mm -hmm. work in all aspects of life that go into creating ease for things that could be daunting or fucking hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, most definitely dude. I totally, totally agree with that shit for sure. Um, you know, and then also dude, like when you get to those certain situations, being able to fucking ask for help, you know what I mean? Like, so yesterday, dude, at hour six, I fucking called you up. I was like, bro, I can't do this. <laughs> like, I need some motherfucking help. 
you think you could help me out? You think we could fucking record a little, a yeah. little, uh, short little segment so that we could, you know, put something out there for the listeners to, to enjoy. Um, and then, so, so that's super important, dude. And once, yeah. you know, once I reached out and asked for help, um, you know, the weight had been, had been lifted. Right. Yeah. And, and, and to be a hundred percent transparent, like, I think I even sent you a text message, like with the intention of asking for help. And you were like, yo, bro, do you need some help? And I was like, nah, I got this shit. Right. <laughs> and then Let me finally, see. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how, dude, that's not, I mean, I, I get you though, bro. It's just like, it's, it's crazy, dude. What did you say? Hold on, I'm looking at it right yeah, now. Yeah, bro, fucking. I'm struggling with the mono. I'm struggling with the monologue. I'm fucking stuck. And then I, I kind of said, well, here's kind of what I do sometimes. Here's another option, or I can call you on a Zoom call tomorrow. And then um, you said, <laughs> ah, never mind. It's coming together. Just feeling a little overwhelmed and being a pussy. <laughs> and I started cracking up, man. But you know, in the end, yeah, exactly, dude. Said, no, we're gonna do this thing. It's there's. It's not easy sometimes, man, to just reach out. And it, but it is at the same time. It's, it's really easy. You just say, hey, I need a little help. You know, no matter what, I'm not just talking about this. I'm just saying in anything for, for anyone out there listening too. like, it's okay to get help. Like, that's why I didn't get help for the drinking problem I had and the drug problem I had for so long because I didn't know how to reach out for help. So whether it's something big like that, you know, that's a huge deal. You have a, a really big problem you need help with or you need help recording a podcast. I mean, two totally different ends of the spectrum, you know, but at the same time, it, it comes down to just reaching out and asking for some help, dude. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Drop the ego, drop the pride, drop all that bullshit that stops us, you know, holds us back from progressing and uh, not a big deal at all. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I actually was looking forward to this, man, chopping it up a little bit. I told you before we started, it's nice to be on the co-host side of it, man, and, and see you kind of rolling with it and leading the way, dude. It's fucking awesome. You're doing great. Thanks, bub. Thanks for Thanks. the little, yeah. <laughs> the little stroke there. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, I dude, I just wanted to, I wanted to make a comment too, man, about you know the the ability to reach out. You know what I mean? Reaching out, um, I truly believe it's not a sign of weakness. Um, it's a it's a sign of strength, right? Like I want I want better than what I currently have, and in order for me to get there, like I'm gonna have to ask for help. Um, you know, and you referenced your sobriety and you being able to finally get to that point in your life where you're like, I can't fucking do this shit anymore. And it's like you said, dude, that shit is most definitely fucking liberating Yeah, for me that the moment that I asked for help yesterday included like a whole, a big weight had been lifted off my shoulders. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck. Cool. So I was able to spend the last couple of hours of my night um, with the dog, dude. We went out back and fucking threw the ball around. Got to relax for for sure, dude. So um, no matter no matter what the task, you know what I mean. If you find that you're beating yourself up, um, it's okay. It's okay to ask for help. Yeah, yeah, it's huge, bro. It's huge. Um, I think, you know, one, one thing too, I, I, I think I want to point out because I'm very, I'm getting better, but I'm still guilty of this is you were talking about, you know, we're, we're, we're thinking about how we want to, what we want to get to, how we want to get better, 
we're constantly trying to improve. I know I am. I'm constantly trying to improve and get better. I want feedback. Like, how can I do things better? Not just on the podcast, but in all aspects of from being a dad to all aspects of life. And you know what I notice happens a lot of the time, if I'm not conscious of it, is I'm so focused on being better and I'm so focused on my goals and on where I want to be that I forget to live right now, dude. And that goes back to that podcast I was talking on on Friday last week about time and how precious time is and how important it is. I don't want to beat a dead horse because if you're interested in it, you can go back and listen to last week's show. I think it's episode 207. But dude, time is the most, to me, it's the most valuable thing in this life. Like there's nothing more valuable than time. We'll never get any of that time back. And if we're, it's, it's okay to have goals for me and I have a lot of things that I want to do and, and dreams and all that stuff. And um, at the same time, if I'm not focusing in right now and, and, and where I'm at and then that little journey to get to some of those goals and all that, like what is it all for anyways? You know what I'm saying? So that's something that I've really been trying to work on lately and just like you mentioned it, I think in the very beginning today is being in the moment and being conscious of right now. That's a huge, huge thing, man. And I'm, I'm constantly struggling and constantly trying to work on that moving forward. Yeah, for sure, dude. That, that is huge, man. Like I, I still most definitely look at my feet fucking on a daily basis. Oh yeah. I love that. When, when I'm going, when I'm, and and I'll just share with the listeners, man, I can't, I can't remember if this was something that I learned at Azure Acres or if it was something that I read. It was, um, along the lines of when you find yourself being disconnected from present moment and you find your mind drifting, look at your feet. Mm -hmm. That'll bring you right back, right to where you are. And it works. It works super good for me. Um, and I, it, as long as I remember that because it, it works for me and remember to do that, um, it's, it works every fucking time, dude. And it's yep. so crazy that you bring that up, dude. Like I was thinking about this shit, um, a couple days ago, man, like I was checking out some pictures of the backpacking trip cause that shit, you know, was super dope, dude. And you know, there was, there was a lot of, a lot of good, fun conversation, dude. But I, I, I remember hearing a lot like, oh, yeah, dude, when we do this shit again, when yeah. we come back next, you know, we're going to do this. Um, I can't wait to come back and bring, you know, my family back here. Or I can't wait to go on this trip in a couple weeks, dude. And it's so crazy. Like, and obviously, I was super guilty of that. I was deeply involved in those conversations <laughs> with everyone that was it was on the trip, dude. And then, so like when we got in the truck and we were driving back home, I was like, man, like all that time that I spent thinking about the next time that I go, like yeah. I probably missed some of the shit that was happening on happening right then and there. And it's so crazy, dude, that no matter where we're at, as long as we're not conscious of present moment that we could caught up, get caught up in the possibilities of next time. Yeah. And the only thing that is really guaranteed to all of us is present moment. That's it. I could walk out and get hit by a fucking bus tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? God forbid that happens obviously, but point being is like, you got to live um, as, as much as possible. Cause it's, it, let's, let's be real. It's, it's just, I don't think that it's possible to do that at all times. There's so, I mean, I don't know, maybe some people can't do it. I, 
it seems like it would be extremely difficult to do that 100% of the time. But if I can do it, you know, as much as possible, it's, it's absolutely huge. And it's going to change a lot of things for me because I think, especially with my own, you know, my own life and my own day-to-day grind and all that stuff, most of my anxiety and most of my feelings of uncertainty and um, anger, you know, frustration, all those shitty things that pop up sometimes, most of it comes from future tripping from thinking about shit that is out of my control or that um, I have to do or when my mind starts to wander off. And most of the time when I'm in the moment, I don't deal with any of that stuff because I'm in the moment, you know? And dude, back to meditation and prayer, dude, that's where it's at, bro. Like when I'm in that, when I'm in that state, bro, everything is, um, everything is what it is and it's right where it's supposed to be. Just like where my ass is supposed to be sitting down, you know, meditating or praying or whatever. Crazy stuff, bro. Yeah. And for sure, dude, like it's always a work in progress, dude. Like I've found that when I get so detached from present moment, there are signs that come up at that particular time that I need to fucking step back. Yeah. It could be, you know, as simple as sitting here right now and having the dog fucking scratch at my leg. He's telling me like, dude, I need you right now. (laughs) Hurry your ass up. (laughs) Or, you know, sitting down and trying to do some work and having the kids to come up and fucking what we would take as bugging me, like, leave me alone. I'm busy. I need Mm -hmm. to get this shit done. Yeah. You know, but to stop and put the work on hold for 30 minutes, dude, 45 minutes and take that time and pay some attention to Bro. the kids or the wife. Like it speaks volumes in the end. And that's all it is. Like you just need a little bit of time. I, dude, seriously, bro. I use death and I know, you know, it trips people off to talk about it and shit sometimes, and I get it, but like I use death as a positive tool for me, at least I have been lately in the fact, and let me explain myself because that kind of sounded fucking weird, I feel like, but like just the instance you're talking about right now, I've been in that exact moment where I'm right in the middle of something and one of the kids will come up and, and want to play or want, need something, or want something, and my first reaction, not my response, but my reaction is to be like, I'm su- I got to get this shit done, like, go away right now, I, I'll, I'll talk to you in a little bit, or whatever, right, and dude, like, the more that I'm, I'm kind of practicing this stuff, and trying to work on it, and get better at it, now it's gotten to be where my initial response is, can this wait for a second? If it's not a fire and a freaking absolute emergency, can it wait? And nine times out of 10, it can for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? And the second thing is, if I were to die tomorrow, if I knew I was going to die tomorrow, would I spend 10 minutes with, my, with, with Cash or Lucy right now or Jess or, or whatever, you know, whoever is important to me in that moment? Or would I continue doing this work? Because I'll tell you one thing: it ain't gonna say on my on my uh, on my uh, uh, grave, obituary, obituary grave, whatever the fuck. He was a damn good worker. He worked his ass off. It ain't gonna say anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So I think I can take ten minutes to step away from this super fucking important thing I'm doing to tell my kids I love them and give them a hug and play fucking wrestling or, you know, play Barbies with, you know, or, or, or what, play catch, whatever it is, or talk to my lady. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of stuff right there has been, um, it's been really in, in awakening and kind of enlightening to 
to live by and it, it just helps out a little bit it ain't that fucking serious that's right dude it ain't that fucking serious. <laughs> well bro i just want to say uh again man thanks thanks for uh thanks for the help dude thanks for for being for making time thanks for thanks for taking time out to to give me a hand with this dude i was struggling with the fucking monologue yesterday so what um, was different for you today in doing the the monologue because I, I have a feeling that it wasn't so much content related i think it was i'm just guessing but maybe it was just in the moment and you just get so wrapped up in trying to be perfect at it because i mean you know and i, I guess it helps having a co-host or whatever too but yeah i mean it, it definitely helps talking to someone else yeah but when i was thinking about it today um in the shower as i was getting ready to go to work i was like dude i fucking prepared for a monologue for probably i don't know like a total of 36 hours <laughs> like i had some shit written now holy shit all all morning leading up to before i sat down on the computer like i was going over some shit in my head I was writing some shit down and when I wasn't like following it the way that I wrote it out. Yeah. Like, Oh no, that's not it. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Stop. Um, restart. <laughs> so trying to fabricate something was definitely hard, dude. Like the organicness of this, of just fucking shooting the shit with you yep. um, is so much easier. Yeah. I and, agree. and I think, you know, it goes back to, the control thing, right? Like trying to control what was going to come out of my mouth at any given time, rather than just fucking flowing with yeah, the shit, just flowing, like not really giving a fuck. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, dude. And I think that's a, uh, that's how we'll kind of approach the live show coming up too. I mean, I know we're going to have a, a little content outline there, of course, and be mindful of our guests and that kind of stuff too. But I think that's the best stuff. I think that's what people want to hear. I know for me as a podcast listener in the listening seat, when I listen to other shows, I like to hear some real and raw stuff, obviously with some, some good points and some good content, but I want to hear it straightforward. You know what I mean? I, I feel like a lot of people like that. I think that's why people like Sober Guy. Yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. Good shit, I, man. I, I would, good shit. Um, what's up? Any any last parting comments? Um, nah, man. Just uh, you know, just keep it real out there, guys. Have some fun. Um, enjoy recovery. Enjoy. Uh, just enjoy life. Like even you know, it doesn't even have to be recovery. Just just life in general, man. It's short. Um, it goes by in the blink of an eye. And I think that we all have an opportunity every day to wake up and choose how we want to look at that day. Like you can choose to have a shitty attitude about it and say, my life sucks and I have this to worry about because we all have shit to worry about. That, that It never goes away. There's always going to be something on our plates, you know, but um, we can choose when we wake up, like how our attitude's going to be. And I, I find for me that when I wake up uh, with some gratitude, and I'm, um, I'm grateful for what I, what I do have and the positive things that are going on. That's when my days are the most, uh, um, you know, enjoyable. And I, I, I really enjoy the time that I get to spend with family, friends, and just doing the shit that I like to do. So I would just encourage that, man. Have, have some fun out there and uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Yeah, good shit, man. Gratitude is definitely a good thing. And I'm going to challenge uh, myself and you, the listeners out there, man, 
the next over the next couple of days do really focus on living in the moment because <laughs> you know the next the next moment isn't guaranteed um and you know for a little bit of accountability like i'm gonna check back in on this shit for me it's all about the moment thanks for tuning in today shane thanks again man for joining us peace love respect and keep your blood clean out